0: Baby. My time
1: coming, no, it is because I didn't pray for it. I'm in a suit day and night, yeah. I just lay for it. I never knew that if I rap, I could get paid for it. Stay to state different cities with the gang for He ain't a beast. If he played, I had the gang storm. It's on the love of you, my brother. We got the same story. Yeah, what you know about a kick, though? You wasn't with me. I was
0: beautiful people. What's up? What's up? It's your boy, Smith. Thank you again for joining me, uh, at public comment, uh, at your local, wherever you pick up your, your, your podcast. I don't know if you're on Spotify. I don't know if you're on podcaster. I don't know if you're on Google podcasts or wherever, but you know, I'm, I'm in all of those places. Um, so thank you uh, for checking us out. Uh, you know where to find me I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? I still ain't deviled in the TikTok. Sorry, folks. I just ain't, you know, I'm. I, that's some things I just, I'm fighting. So I haven't done TikTok and I don't eat Chick-fil-A. So I'm probably going against the grain of all the millennials. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's the old guy speaking to me. Get off my grass. Uh, but uh, maybe one day. You never know. You never know. You never know. Um, thank you for joining us today. I have another outstanding guest to join us uh, to keep the ball rolling, so to speak, on the uh the summer series uh black women 2023 which i am super proud of we've already had two wonderful phenomenal guests today will be no different um this one particular young lady we've never really met in person like like eye to eye like you know what i'm saying it's all been organic just through the word of mouth, just through the non-profit uh culture and community um and and it is a privilege excuse me a privilege to have a sister girl on with me. I call her sis, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't think I've called her by her name yet. It's just sis, cause that's the vibe that we've had uh, since jump. Uh, everybody uh, say hello uh, to the wonderful Miss Abigail Ellis. Sis, what's good with you? What's
1: up, bro? Look, you right, cause I always be like, that's my brother <laughs> <laughs> Somebody <laughs> be like, who you all chit chatting with? That's my bruh. Yeah, that's my brother, well, right? I'm like, right. I'm like Y'all, Yo, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even understand because you wouldn't even believe how we met.
0: <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Like, again, I, that's why I said like just organic nature, you know, and, and I think when good causes are 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 aligned, you know what I'm saying? The, just the atmosphere and the energy of bring them together, you know what I'm saying? And you know, just for all, for all transparency, uh sister abigail had me on her show uh we'll get to that in a little while uh but uh, she allowed me to to run my mouth on her show she has a wonderful wonderful platform that i hope you guys check out she's going to plug it she's going to plug it uh because it is so amazing it's so needed in the community um so we're going to get to that but before we start our our conversation i just wanted to give you uh some of the bio again the you know like my last show you know black folks we got to get a bio you know what i'm saying don't don't discount what you do as oh i'm not important uh doesn't need to be highlighted man everything we do as black people should be highlighted and you should have it down somewhere so when someone talks about you or needs to talk about you they can run off hey this is what so-and-so does this is what so-and-so does so when i hit up says i said suit me the bio bam it was already done um you should see it it's ultra professional like she's ready to go on oprah's talk show you know what I'm saying? Like it's like you know when when they welcome her to the White House for all the work she's done, they the the bio is going to be like the bomb. They're going to put that thing down and gonna be like, yeah, you, from now on, all bios should look like this. So, uh, Sister Abigail Ellis, uh, known to many as Abby, is the founder of Steps Foundation Inc., uh, where she's pledging to make a difference. Man, that's that's awesome. Pledging, uh, she's a native of a small town called Moorhaven, Florida. Uh, While that town may have had limitations, her dream and desires to help others begin by watching her grandmother give effortlessly to others and her mother's fight to find resources for her brother. She moved to Orlando on a mission and pursued those dreams. She started out in early education, uh, excuse me, early childhood education, working from teacher to center director. Later, she went back to school to pursue a bachelor's in business. Say that. I'm going to say that again to pursue a bachelor's in business and in information management, also receiving a project management certificate in human resource administrative administrator certificate from Seminole State College in Sanford so that she could understand the fundamentals of business. Everybody want to be the boss, but if you don't know the fundamentals, you can't be the boss. That was something I just threw in there. She returned back to school and received her master's in counseling from Nova Southeastern University in 2021 while she was pursuing her master's degree in 2019, she uh, started Steps Foundation, Inc. with the mindset of helping to push youth and families towards their goals and connecting families to community resources. Abby has the heart to serve her community, but most importantly, see people reach their goals and recognize that they have the ability to reach for the stars. Her favorite quote is by uh, Maya Angelou, try to be a rainbow in someone's clouds whoo that thing is fire that's a bio <laughs> you know the sis, what i appreciate about that it sounded like you was absolutely purposeful with the words you use in that bio
1: absolutely <laughs> absolutely
0: absolutely and there's
1: so many things that i've done that are not even listed in there but those to me are the are the highlights those are the ones when i think about Students who are trying to, to pave a way, students that are yeah. trying to build something for themselves, need to hear that somebody's already done it. Mm-hmm. So then it pushes them that much harder to go and continue to do it and pick up where I
0: dropped. <laughs> <laughs> pick up where I dropped, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that That's a phenomenal statement and phrase, sis, because as you know, we've had many conversations um, and to think that you or I or that singular individual can do everything is absolutely insane that you can't, you know. Exactly. So we need young people to step up and and fill those gaps where you and I and other folks that's doing the same uh, uh thing have overlooked or you know or or misseen some things, okay. right? So yeah, I think that's a phenomenal phrase. Thank okay. you for everything you. you do, and um uh, to be honest with y'all, I didn't know she did all of this. I just, I just know what she do. You know what I'm saying? I know what she do. I didn't know she like did all of this. You know what I'm saying? So uh, look, I'll never be out here reading no bio. I'm like, look,
1: y'all, this is who I am. Right? That's what right. we stop.
0: And, and 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 it's so real. You know, it's so refreshing. You know, so you're like the third person, right, in the series, and and I. I I didn't set them up to to be in this particular order, but I'm glad they're falling in the way that they have uh, because it just shows the differences of of everyone. But there's that common denominator that we're going to get to of being a black woman and overcoming some things. And, you know, breaking that mold and stereotype, because like if you read this, if you read this, this bio, but they didn't see you, you know what I'm saying? The first image they would think is a white woman. Am I right or am I lying? You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Because we they, they not they assume it because of my name to begin with. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Right. Well, so so look, we both got that. You know, Abigail and Edward, they don't see a picture yep, of us, and exactly. they probably start. They probably start exactly. making assumptions. You know what I'm saying. Yep. Uh, but the long running, uh, myth myth is that we can't be educated. Uh, that we cannot overcome, that we cannot achieve, we cannot succeed, you know what I'm saying? So uh, kudos to you, sis, for the fabulous work you've done and and traveling this journey and getting to where you are today.
1: Thank you so much. Look, I I love the journey. I wouldn't trade the journey for nothing.
0: (laughs) Say that, say that. Uh, And so with that, with that journey, you wouldn't trade it for nothing. And, you know, reflecting back on your bio, um, you know, watching your grandmother, you know, and her just tirelessly doing what she did and then your mom you know having to locate resources uh one of my first questions was basically that like you know describing what motivated you to get to where you are now you know what i'm saying like what how how was those those values ingrained to you so to speak so if you can just kind of touch on you
1: I love that question. I love that. I love that. Um, So one of the things that uh, people who have followed us on Instagram or people who have looked at our social media typically always notice the thousand hashtags that we have. Mm -hmm. But the most consistent hashtag that they're gonna see is hashtag Sam is my reason. Okay. So Sam is my brother, (laughs) and he was born with a disease called yeah right. That's my baby right now. Say that. Um, he was born with a disease called tuberous sclerosis. And, you know, people will hear me talk a, a million times about my grandmother. Me and her were very, very close. Um, and their stories kind of intertwined into my why and and why I took the positions that I took, why I entered the spaces that I entered. My grandmother was definitely a selfless person. She wasn't always that way. <laughs> but the grandmother that I know... The grandmother that I was raised by is the person that I truly could say I look up to her. You know, Mm -hmm. I love how she cared for others and I love how she made people feel when they would come over. Like her door was the open door and she lived right across the street from an immigration camp. Mm -hmm. The one thing that people typically knew my grandmother for was one. My girl was the, the Sunday school superintendent for a thousand years, I swear.
0: Say that say that. Say that.
1: And so if you showing up, if you dropping your kid off that church, they better be able to quote a scripture other than Jesus wept because she was not accepting Jesus wept.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey grandma and was children, they, said that till they come up with another one. <laughs> hey, gr- hey, grandmas was the gatekeeper, right? To Sunday school. Right? <laughs> But
1: outside of her Sunday school superintendent role, everybody always knew on their birthday there was a cake. She baked everybody their favorite cake, and all she had to was call them and say, come pick it up. Mm,
0: mm, Your
1: cake mm. is ready. Mm. Happy birthday. Now to a lot of people, it may seem like, okay, that's cool. But in a small town, you you feel like that's family. (laughs) You know, there's somebody who cares enough about me. On my birthday, when other mm. people may not even open their mouth to say happy birthday, they mm. thought enough of me to bake me a cake and to tell me to come pick it up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They showed up happily.
0: Right, early right. in the
1: morning, because she'd be up at the crack of dawn baking that cake, and mm-hmm. they knew by nine ten o'clock, their cake was ready. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. But that immigration camp across the street, she make it her business to get to know who they were. And these people always fluctuated because they're Mm. coming from everywhere. And they come, they work their season and they they disappear and they go somewhere else. But she always made sure to know when their birthdays were. And she Mm. always made sure that there was cakes going across to that camp so that they felt special and they felt like somebody cared. Wow. That always stuck with me. Now, my mom's situation with Sam, you know, my brother's disease was a, a rare disease. Mm -hmm. So there was no information on what the disease was and where should you go to get assistance or help. They gave her a pamphlet. that was one front and back page and it had very few words on it. Mm -hmm. And it was, here you go, figure it out. Mm -hmm. Social workers were of no help. The doctors were of no help. So she, and then of course, back then there was no Google it. So right, right. you literally were stuck trying to figure out how to best care for a child with a disease that nobody knows about.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow!
1: So it you know watching her struggle, and then as I as I came up here and I started pursuing my dream, like after working with Sam, he's nonverbal, mm-hmm. but one of the things that I realized is when you take time to show somebody something and you do it repetitively, they pick it up. Consistency is key, mm-hmm. and so I taught my brother how to say some words. I started teaching him sign language. I taught him how to make Kool-Aid, and then just hey now, hmm Kool-Aid. Yep,
0: hey, yeah. <laughs> kind of, that's the kind of show I got, folks. We do Kool-Aid Hello. on the show. Right? <laughs> What's your flavor? No, <laughs> hey, that ain't even red. We ain't even no flavor, just red. <laughs> I'm glad you know. <laughs> right? you tell me my show ain't 1,000% real and authentic, boy. I didn't mean to cut you off, but that's just the kind of show we got, boy. Yes, sir. <laughs> mm.
1: so, I mean, you know, looking at those things, it really inspired me, and I fell in love with teaching. And it's mm. because if I if I can teach my brother, how many kids can I teach that don't have a problem, Mm -hmm, right? How many lives can I push towards the right path
0: that -hmm. don't have
1: a problem? Mm. So, you know, I started looking at what will it take for me to do this? So I knew my passion in school was always, I wanted to have a business, but I wanted to inspire kids and I couldn't figure out which passion was going to outweigh the other.
0: Mm
1: -hmm, mm So I'm like, I don't know what that's going to be, so in middle school, I started volunteering my time. By high school, my teacher was like, Yep, you can t- get a high school credit to go across the street and teach those kids in, in the kindergarten hey. class, you hey. know, go, go be a teacher's assistant. So mm-hmm. I did that, I was a teacher's assistant, and I did Big Brothers Big Sisters. Okay, so I mentored students, and you know, it was just a love, I loved mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And when I got up here, it was okay, I'm gonna just, I'm just figure it out. So I started school. Just with a general AA, like, cause I'm still over here. Like, which way am I gonna go? Is oh, it gonna Christ. be business? Is it gonna be these kids? Like, what I'm doing? And ultimately, the kids won first. <laughs> there,
0: you there
1: you go. There you go. The kids won first, and I I fell in love with teaching. But anybody who's in early childhood education, you know, once you make it to director, there's nowhere else for you to go.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: That's your top out. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I worked all these years. You know, I done, I done talk. you know, I done sat there's the admin in the front. And now here I am running a school. What I do after this? Right. <laughs> like now what? Is, yeah. Your only next step is to start your own. But mm-hmm. I'm like, do I really want to start my own? Is that the business that I want? Nah, because I feel like I should be doing so much more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's, that was always in the back of my head what more can I do? Who else can I save? <laughs> mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I I, I dabbled with that for a minute. I started working in HR. I then went to a construction company. And as I'm talking to old parents and still continuing to mentor kids while doing all these things, and I'm hearing it, mental health is dwindling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our people, don't have enough people that look like them to come to to get answers to come to and feel safe to come to and don't feel like oh my goodness i'm a burden to this person they looking at me because they already don't understand where i'm coming from what i've been through and everything is a me problem and not a somebody else problem so i went back for for counseling and, and let me just be clear, because I think a lot of people are like, oh, you're a counselor. I am not a licensed <laughs> counselor, y'all. <laughs> I literally went to school to become the middle person.
0: Mm.
1: I'm in that space that nobody want to be in. Nobody wants to be the middle person
0: ever. <laughs> right, 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 right.
1: But I've watched how it works. I know that private insurance is the one that gets kicked to the wayside. So those are the families that sit on the wait list for six months to a year. Mm -hmm. I've watched it happen. I've seen it in the background. So now how do I help fix that situation? We know we can't save them all. Mm -hmm. We we already know this. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that was Let's start this organization where I am adamant about helping these students. And I'm adamant about helping these families and connecting them to the resources around them. And now I can bring in the resources that I have and allow those people to take my students and families in because they're partnered with us. Mm. So now they don't got to sit on a wait list. (laughs) That,
0: that, 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 that is a phenomenal, that is a phenomenal use of the bridge. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, taking yes. what I know. Right. I've done this for years. I know this part. Now I learned this part and I connect the two. Right. Being the bridge is the middle person. Right. Being the bridge is the yep. middle person. <laughs> and, and people lose fat. Like you just said, no one wants to be the middle person. No one wants to be the bridge. Everybody wants to be the superhero on the other side of the bridge. You know what I'm saying, but no one wants to be the bridge. So thank you, sis, for being the yes. bridge. I just want to you you touched on a couple of things that I think kind of present us where, where what you do. You, you you touched about like how you love your work. You know, I know you from what you know our conversations and the other show and everything. Like we know you have a passion for it, right? But you said something about your grandmother that kind of that kind of got me because you said like you know my grandmother changed now it's not the grandmother the grandmother i knew was a different person right yes right was, well like but then but then so she, she so your grandmother evolved right and then your mom had to evolve to deal with yeah. your brother right <laughs> to, to to give the support yeah. that he needed right and then here you come right and then your evolution to understand like whoa if i could do this for my brother I can do this for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And then I think the one that should not be overlooked is the evolution of your brother to go from where you're saying that he couldn't be verbal to you teaching him things to where, okay, yeah, you may not be able to sit here and hold, you know, this this glamorous conversation, but you can get your point across. You know what I'm saying? And, And I think that's important, sis, for you to share that part because we all evolve. Yes. Right, and I think the purpose—I think the purpose—one of my fundamental purposes for this particular series was to show young black women you can evolve and you will evolve, right? Absolutely, and it's totally cool to change your mind because you know what I'm that saying. Part. <laughs> that part,
1: changing your mind is like—that's growth. That's growth. <laughs> that's Y'all, growth. It's not a mistake. That's growth. <laughs> And even if you feel like it's a mistake, it's still growth because we grow through our mistakes.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And and, and I think we we put this pressure on young people to make the absolute right decision at the absolute right time. You know what I'm saying? And then we sit there and hold them accountable when they they don't. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, So I just wanted to point that out because I, I think, you know, again, getting that point across is we evolve. We evolve, yes. and, and and then we grow, and and then that kind of leads me into uh, evolving, evolving, right? That that intersectionality for Black women is now becoming a mom, right? And I think you kind of had a taste of that when you try to you when you you started saying, "Oh, I gotta help my brother do this. I gotta help my brother do that." And then you get the education and all of this. So, mm-hmm. talk like was that was that a was that a helpful? you know, part of the journey to prepare you for motherhood or, you know, like talk about being a black mom.
1: Listen, y'all, when I was in middle school, I was out here like, yeah, I'm gonna have like 30 kids. <laughs> and then I got that first class of students, Uh-oh. <laughs> like 15 two-year-olds. Ooh, and I said, "What was I thinking?"
0: <laughs> Y'all didn't tell me about
1: instant. this. Listen, this is the birth control. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> <laughs> My
0: boyfriend uh, yeah. at
1: the time was like, "Also, oh, you said we not having no kids. We sure are not.
0: <laughs> we are not. We are not. No, ma'am." You know,
1: come visit this daycare and you can see all the kids you want. Right? I I used to always chuckle because people used to be like, how many kids you got? 130, which one you Mm, want?
0: mm, (laughs) mm, mm, mm.
1: They're like, no, no, for real, like how many are your real kids? They feel like my real kids. It's 130 of them. Which one do you want?
0: (laughs) I got them for the better part of the day.
1: All day long.
0: (laughs) They mine.
1: So it's just and I, I'll never forget, like, I got married, and I had some of the kids come, and like, two of the kids were in the wedding. Man. And it's like, you know, that was amazing for them. You know? It's right, like, you right. know, that was my teacher. <laughs> mm, mm,
0: mm.
1: And like I think even then, like, the visual for me was, oh, I'm going to have this super huge wedding, and I'm going to have 130 kids in my wedding. Ain't nobody got time for that, y'all, because ain't nobody got that kind of money. Mm-hmm. But you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 I would like to think that I was rich. Um, Yeah. But all of those things prepared me for motherhood. Mm-hmm. I, I knew that when I had my kid, uh, that I wanted to be that first educator for my kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I watched people who drop their kids off day in, day out. They missed the first steps. They missed the first words. And ultimately, you know, even when we think about our educators who have their kids in daycare, you know, they don't feel like they've become their kid's first teacher, Mm-hmm. So I knew that that was the experience that I wanted. So when I did, I had my son, I was his first te- first teacher. I stayed home for two years to teach him. Mm-hmm. And I did all the things for him that I did for every other student that I've ever had. And he learned sign language and he got to play and like I taught him through play. It, it was just a wonderful experience for me. And you know, as that mom, you know, balancing everything else in the in between, I I would never change it, would never take it back. You know, I look at him now at 11. You know, I'm ready to throw some things at him. That's all (laughs) right. That's all right. That's That's all right. But that's still my baby, you know? Uh, uh, I'm I'm so proud of him because he just like his mama.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. 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 (laughs) And that's the way it's supposed to be. (laughs)
1: I'm like, I, I know I shouldn't take all the credit, but y'all just
0: like his mama. You know, Mouth it out. That's, that's, hey, again, you, he get it from his mama. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, 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 <laughs> right, right, right. So you know where it came from. You you can't blame a teacher. You can't blame the school. When I'm know. ready to
1: throw him across the room, I have to remember like, bro, you sound like me. Oh, really? That's what that's, we're that's, doing <laughs> today.
0: That's, that's what we're doing today. That's what we're doing today. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think what I really like to highlight about that, uh, we, again, had this conversation many a times is the the parental involvement. You know, we I think we get to a point where we just work, work, work. And you know, you fail to be present in your your, your children's lives in a sense of recognizing some of their some of their their learned lessons and their the way they move, the way they talk, the idiosyncrasies, those little things. So uh, I really, really appreciate that because hopefully your story your journey, how you interact with your son and taught him inspires another young black woman that becomes a mom to be be part of it, to, to appreciate the moment of learning the letter A, right? Or holding yes. this pencil properly. You know, I heard something that and you probably know this, it's like uh, a lot of our students who are struggling in the school don't know how to hold a pencil properly. Mm-hmm. When I heard that, I was like, what? Like little things like that can, yeah. can can transform a student's educational experience. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So definitely Absolutely. thank you for that, you know? Um, it's it, so many little things I think come to, to motherhood, you know, uh, for, for black women, which I want to just transition really quick, like being a mom of 11 year old black boy. <laughs> That's all I need to be saying right there. That's shaking of the head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so many things with that.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. No, yes. The, the the wonderful and the horrible. Am I right or am I wrong? Exactly.
1: Exactly. Yes. So many things with that, you know. Um I and I'll share this story especially for any young moms um when it comes to your education. If you have the desire to go back Don't let your child be the excuse as Mm. to why you don't do it.
0: Mm. Say that again, sis.
1: So when I started my bachelor's program, my son had just turned two. And crazy crazy enough, I chose (laughs) to start school, work, and him at daycare on the same day. (laughs) Cool.
0: No pressure. No pressure.
1: And I'm going to tell y'all, I cracked under that pressure, okay? So listen, (laughs) I thought I was ready. (laughs) And by day two, I was in tears Mm -hmm. going, what the hell was I thinking? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why did I do this to myself? Mm -hmm. And I remember my mom reminded me that it was only temporary. Mm -hmm. And that it was possible and I could do it. Mm -hmm. And... I'm not gonna tell y'all it's easy, cause again, this is a, I had a two year old, I was doing night classes, and I I was doing the full time job, mm-hmm. working a whole eight hour day, thinking I was superwoman. Mm-hmm. I didn't ease into that thing; I went full. Force.
0: <laughs> just jumped in. Just jumped into the shark Shark Tank.
1: So a child that had never been separated from me. Mm -hmm. I'm dropping off at school. He's having a whole breakdown. So guess what? Now I'm having a breakdown because he's having a breakdown. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So
1: it was a huge adjustment period. But once we got going, it was a wrap.
0: Okay.
1: Don't think that you're not going to have bumps in the road. Don't think that there's never going to be a challenge. The one thing that I'm going to tell you guys is always remember why you started your journey why did you go back? So before you ever start school, Mm. write it down. Why are you going? What's the reason for it? (laughs) Absolutely. And I didn't come up with that, y'all. I would say, I had a wonderful, 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 wonderful uh, admissions counselor. And this was in my master's program. Who, before we ever started our first class, before we even started our orientation, She was like, you know, I look at people who show up all the time and say they want to be counselors. You know, they have these great ideas and they want to start their own practices. And she's like, and month two, they quit.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: She's like, always remember why. Why did you show up day one? Why did you apply? What told you that this was it for you? Mm. And she's like, because there's going to be days that you question why you're doing it. There's going to be days that you are for sure. This is not it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you're going to be ready to quit. She's like, but when you look at your reason why, it's going to remind you why you're doing it and to keep going. So I I want to share that with every every young mom, even if it's a young dad.
0: Hey, now. Cause I know some of
1: my brothers. Look, I know I got single dads out there too.
0: Of course, of course, we do. That
1: want to know how can they manage? You can, you can definitely do it. Mm. But don't use your baby as the escape route. Mm. Don't say I because I'm that. a single parent, I can't do it. You can.
0: Mm. <laughs> hey, where the where the, where the tray at? Is what a tray
1: at? Hey, mama. We need to
0: try. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna get. We gonna get to that. We gonna get to that. Uh, but, hey sis, no, that's a valuable point. You know, I think to add to that, like, so if if you have to write down the why, right, your why has to sustain from day one until the day end right? You're going to have some days, so you're going to need to write it down and look back at it and 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 say uh, that. And I, I think that translates into kind of my wrap-up question, which I've asked everyone so far. And the thread to all of this is just the intersectionality of being a Black woman, how it, you know, transcends being a mom, a career woman, a student, a teenager, right? You know, all of these different things. And I don't want this 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 series to be the oh, you know, pitiful for black women. I don't want that. I, you know, uplifting, like, you know, tell us the greatness mm-hmm. is that you that you encompass uh, as being a black woman and how you navigate through all of these things that other people just take for granted. It's so easy.
1: You know, w- one of the things that, that I love about being a woman and just being who I am and doing all the wonderful things that I do. And one thing that I hope that, all the young girls I encounter learn we do not have to be everybody's superwoman. Hey, <laughs> now, we do not have to hold the title of superwoman. <laughs> I think society has told us that we're supposed to carry everything, every burden, every weight, all the family issues and dramas everything. We don't. <laughs> you guys, that's what family unit is for. Family unit. <laughs> we share those bonds, we share those responsibilities. And it's the one thing that I learned a while ago and look, my favorite word is no.
0: <laughs> say no. Hey no.
1: <laughs> and I know that's the hardest thing for a lot of people to say and it wasn't always the easiest word for me to say, but my favorite word is no. Because if I know that I am overtasked, if I know that I have overindulged in things, then my answer is no, I'm not adding extra to my plate. No, I cannot add this on to what I've already been doing. And no is a wonderful thing. I say, Listen, you say no and you don't owe them an explanation. Hey, right. no is no.
0: <laughs> hey, It's an unconditional no
1: that part that's a whole statement in itself no you can take that note for whatever you want it for i just i, I want our women to start remembering that they don't have to carry it all
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and
1: it's okay to lay your burdens down somewhere
0: mm-hmm.
1: whatever you find to lay it down at lay it down mm-hmm. If that means you got to type it out on the screen, if that means you got to drop it in a journal, if that means you got to do, you know, a voice chat memo in your phone, whatever it is, lay it down somewhere and stop holding on to it because that touches on our mental health Hmm. and that superhero complex where we feel like we got to save everybody we can't, and at the end of the day, who's saving you? Sis. So, sis, you don't got to be Superwoman. It's okay to take that cape off. Take it off.
0: <laughs> T- take it and off. And drop it. <laughs> <laughs> take it off and drop the cape. um <laughs> Sis, that's phenomenal energy right there. That Black woman energy. um I share this with uh, my wife quite frequently. Like, you know, you can't save the world if you ain't taking care of yourself. Dad. And that goes into exactly what you just said. You know what I'm yes. saying? Um, I, I, I watched my mother go through that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I watched my wife and my sister go through that. You know, I think I'm watching my daughter go through it for the most part, but I think she's handling it pretty good. But, you know, I'm glad you you, you touched on that. Um, <clears throat> I just want to add this. Man, y'all already know. Sister girls, y'all, y'all worth is in your presence. You don't have to do nothing else mm-hmm. after that. You don't have to do nothing else after that. Your worth is right there in your presence. As soon as you show up in the space, <laughs> bam, bam, here, yeah, you know y'all, here. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> and hey, you walk in the door and just know I'm here. <laughs> y'all figure out everything else. You know what I'm okay. <laughs> I forgot everything else. We I love in, it. You know, cause I think, I think really, and I don't want to go too deep in it, but I think again, just the purpose of this series and to just explore and express the, un, the, 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 I don't know the word I'm looking for, but that, that mindset of black women having to be that nurturing that superwoman, like you said, because if we, if we, if we travel back in time, when after this, this, this trip here, not only were we taking care of our families, and when I say we, I'm talking about black women. When black women were taking care of just not their family, but the plantation's family, you know, and everybody that was on that, you know what I'm saying? So we just need to be mindful. Thank you, sis, for saying that being a black woman doesn't mean you have to necessarily save the world, you know. So thank you. I appreciate that. Um, before we go, I want to uh, touch on uh, your platform, your show, uh, really quick. Tell them about your platform because it is phenomenal. Please.
1: Okay, guys, uh, we do what's called Talk Tuesday. And I see it was a group of our students that asked us if we would be willing to go on lives to have conversations. Now we were having conversations in the background with our students and they seemed to enjoy it, but then they asked for live. So me being me was like, Y'all not even on Facebook. Why I'm about to do a live and y'all not even gonna be on the
0: watch? <laughs> right.
1: right. <laughs> but you know, one of the things that I can love, because, you know, you ask a kid, and they going to tell you the honest truth. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so one of the kids was like, you're right, Miss Abby, we're not on Facebook, but our parents are, and mm-hmm. these conversations that you having, they need to hear it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, understood. So this is y'all's way of telling me to tell your parents to back off, got you. Understood. Create these spaces so that you guys can navigate better conversations and better communication skills. Understood. And the one thing that I can say, and, and this plays into you guys, how, how me and Spinny got connected. Um, 20, what, 2022? Actually, 2021, the end of 2021, I put out a call for speakers after the kids asked for it, just to see what we would get as a outcome. And because we always talk about different um, awareness days and situations that arise in in students' lives, whether it's work Mm -hmm. or financial literacy or just things that they struggle with, guys, like genuinely struggle with. How can we navigate these conversations on live and with who? (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. And Smith was the first one to be like, I'm down. (laughs) And, And I love it because I knew that you have been watching our page for a minute. Cause like mm-hmm. anytime I would post something, you would always comment or like it. And I'm like, I don't know who this guy is, but he be making me feel good. Like I'm telling mm-hmm. myself, he watch our stuff, mm-hmm. he like it. And when you was like the first one to be like, tell me where you need me. Right. And I'm like, I don't even know him, but I love it.
0: Okay, right. Right.
1: <laughs> Look, at this point, y'all, he ain't a guest speaker, y'all. He a co-host. So Smitty, Smitty, i been on like every Talk Tuesday with us. But it's genuine conversation mm-hmm. about real things that students face, parents face. And it's just us generally sharing things that we've gone through that can help our parents and students craft that conversation and, and give them the tips and tools that they're able to use to navigate through those situations. And they're loving it. The kids love it. The kids get so much out of it. A, it's a networking opportunity for them. B, it's a resource for them. And it's helping some of our students heal. So I just, I love the opportunity to do Talk Tuesdays. We don't break until September. So y'all definitely check us out in September.
0: I was <laughs> and even
1: if, if y'all want to come speak even if you're a student you can come and speak
0: (laughs) hey i told y'all i told y'all she she's phenomenal and you know uh i like i said you know from the beginning i saw the energy and the compassion for young people um and i think we need more of that i think that's what draw me or drew me or or brought me in uh to your spaces uh it's a phenomenal space it is a phenomenal space people if you haven't had a chance to check out talk tuesday i i there's plenty on on facebook go check them out see them all they 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 cover every aspect of early adulthood adolescence teenage years you know what i'm saying um even on up to parenthood and 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 whatnot you know uh mama darlene got to uh the tray passed around, you know what I'm saying? When the nuggets would be dropped, you know, shout out Mama Darlene. She always show up like, like she'd be there. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, uh, sis, sis, I appreciate Thank you me. so much. Uh, wonderful sister Abigail Ellis, the founder of Steps Foundation Inc. in the great state of yes. Florida. Thank you so much for being my guest today.
1: Thank you, Smitty. I just, I always appreciate your energy and your love for us and just Thank you so much for always showing up and being your authentic self. Because listen, I wouldn't have you any other way. Come through, bro.
0: Thank (laughs) you, thank you, sis. I appreciate that. And when I do come through, I'm bringing red Kool-Aid just to let y'all know. Let's Uh, go, let's go. Whole lips
1: and tongue red. Let's go.
0: uh well hey y'all know how i do it on public comment it'd be serious and it'd be educational but we're gonna keep it 1000 and it is what it is you might get some some hood material in there thrown in there somewhere you know what i'm saying so uh that folks again um i hope you guys enjoyed uh, this episode with my wonderful guest my sister abigail ellis um she's doing phenomenal things out in the state of florida um, I just want to share this tad bit right quick because I think it's important just the network and part of when we when we share our energy and our cause and our purpose and our why with someone else, it is it's not even about me. It's not about sis, right? So far, I helped one of her students, not me, but my organization helped one of our students prepare and pass her exit exam for math. And we're talking about California to Florida. We're doing this over Zoom. Uh, we helped there. Uh, I got another, well, I don't have one, but he's on his way out here to attend Stanford uh, from, from Step, yeah. right, right, shout out. And uh, me and him are gonna connect and he's gonna help me do some things. So again, <laughs> understand the purpose and the cause and, and young people who are the, the receptors of this powerful energy that exists in the air. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to throw that out there to you guys. So when you think you can't do something, just doing something, make something else happen. You know what I'm exactly. saying? That, exactly. Right. So <clears throat> that's the show. Again, it's public comment. It's your boy, Smith. Um, I hope you guys like this. Please share it with somebody. Uh, make sure you tune in for the next coming. Out. I think i got about four more lined up so far. Hopefully I get some more feedback from some other sister girls. Uh, we already did two. Um, I, I'm thoroughly, thoroughly excited about this. Uh, it is so over needed. Um, And it's coming at the right time just when we have this movement of young, powerful, strong, intelligent black women just on the horizon, ready to make a change in this world that is so long overdue. Uh, That's the show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me again on Public Comment. And like I always say, have a conversation with someone that don't look like you and you just might learn something if you shut up and listen. Till next time, beautiful people. You know, I love you.